Burkina for Your Thoughts was filmed, recorded, and produced on the lands of the Bidjigal people of the Uyghur Nation. I acknowledge that this podcast was made on what always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Content warning, this episode contains discussions of suicide, racism, and mental illness. Hello, and welcome to a brand new year and a brand new season of Wakina for Your Thoughts. I'm your host, Lamar Wakina. Thank you so much for joining me. I am now medicated. I am now on ADHD medication. So that means that hopefully season two of Wakina for Your Thoughts will be a little bit more consistent. So what I'm planning on doing is releasing episodes every Friday. So every Friday at 6 p.m. there'll be a brand new episode out of Wakina for Your Thoughts. And you know what? It's a commitment that I will try my best to stick to. Anyway, um, it's 2021, and eight days in when I'm recording it, shit's just so chaotic, so chaotic, like genuinely so chaotic. And, you know, does it bode well for the future? Maybe, but, you know... We're not here to talk about that. This is my podcast. We're here to talk about me, me specifically. And, you know, I wasn't planning on making this an episode. I wasn't even planning on making this the first episode, actually. But the episode I did film already ended up being something... I'm not going to say I'm ashamed of it, because I thought it was incredibly entertaining, very funny... But not something I want floating around on the internet for the public to have access to. Um, if you're wondering what it was, it was me doing a recap of 2020. But of the TV shows I watched in 2020, more specifically the dads in those TV shows, where I ranked them from how much I wanted to fuck them to how little I wanted to fuck them. And you know what? Saying that out loud, I understand why I did what I did, which is decide not to make that readily available for potential employers to see. Because, you know, me thirsting after animated characters, not a good look. Um, I am 22 years old. I should not be doing this. But you know what? Here we are. So... Um, that has been filmed and will be locked away forever unless I decide to reboot my Patreon. I did have a Patreon last year, but I unpublished the page. So if there is enough interest, then I will make a Patreon and that'll be the first Patreon exclusive. So if you're interested in that, let me know on social media at Lomorokina. L-U-N-G-O-L-W-E-K-I-N-A. So that brings us to what this episode is. And that is me ranking the months of the year. So I was thinking of ranking not necessarily the year, but the season 
as in astrology season, like Scorpio season, Aries season, Aquarius season, but that would have been a bit too complicated because of the fact that the astrological year isn't even over yet, one. And number two, I might have been a little bit biased towards the signs and not have given it a fair ranking. So here we are. I will be ranking the months of 2020. And for those of you who want to see me put them on tears visually, um, this podcast is available as a video on YouTube. So just look up Rakina for your thoughts or podcast by Lungo and it will be there. So without further ado, further wow. This is getting off to a great start. Without further ado, um let's get into it. So obviously twelve months in a year I will be ranking them from very specific tiers, and I think I'm gonna explain them to you. The top tier, the very best tier is look, I've had worse. Does this bode well for the rest of the list? No, it does not. Because if this is the very best a month can get, then we can gather as intelligent human beings that 2020 was kind of fucked up for me. And again, we're talking about me and me specifically and me alone. I'm not here to comment on world events because... That's not what this podcast is. That's what my other podcast is. How are you feeling with my iconic friend and co-host Danny Stewart? You should also check that out. That's H-O-Y-F pod at all social medias. Yep. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can find us all at H-A-Y-F pod. Okay. So I'm done plugging. <laughs> So, back to the tears. Number one, look, I've had worse. Let's be real. My life's been a bit of a train wreck for the past 15 years. Okay, cool? Cool. Yep. So, look, I've had worse. Self-explanatory. Next, definitely worse. Not a good time. Not a good time. Um, This is shit that's, you know... It kind of sucks. Objectively, it's bad. Next on the list, I hate it here. Again, very self-explanatory. I am just struggling. Your boy is struggling. And this is tier three out of five, and I'm already struggling. Yeah. I hate it here. I'm very clearly overwhelmed. Very clearly overwhelmed. Things are not looking good. Next, dear God. Um... Yep, that's it. Dear God, things are really bad. Things are really bad, my guy. Really bad, my dude. Um, just, just an absolute shit show, if I'm going to be real. There were some rough months in 2020. And you know what? You're going to hear about them because you've tuned into this episode and you're agreeing to like a very intelligent human being. Spend time listening to me talk about my own life. And I commend you for that. Finally, how am I still alive? This is this bad boy. Very much reserved for, you know, the worst of the worst. Like, really, really bad shit. Really, really bad shit. Really bad. And 
Yeah, those are the five tiers. I will be referring to my Instagram story archives and my Twitter feed. Um, just because I tend to suppress things from my memory and I also tend to dissociate sometimes for weeks on end. You know, maybe there's an entire month of dissociation in here. Who knows? <laughs> oh my god. And yeah, maybe at the end of this, I'll be like one of those wankers that's just like, oh my god, 2020 was like both the best and the worst year of my life. Ugh. Oh, I saw so many of that on social media. I wanted to gag. Anyway, um, let's get started, shall we? I think... This is, honestly, a great place to start. So, starting off with my boy January. January, I'm gonna be real, started off real fucking intense. It was really intense. Very intense. And I'm gonna tell you why. Um, tried to call myself December. So, end of December. So, a week later in January... Currently recovering from a suicide attempt. Not fun. Not, definitely was not having a hot girl summer. Was not on my hot girl shit. Just not a good time, you know. But when January did start, I honestly had one of the best days of 2020. I spent New Year's Eve and New Year's Day with my entire family back home in Papua New Guinea. It's my first time returning to the motherland. In like five years. Oh, the prodigal son returns. It is honestly quite iconic. Loved seeing my family again. Honestly, so good. But like I said, I was very much recovering from a very traumatic suicide attempt. Um, I'm probably going to do an entire episode just reflecting on that experience a year later. Because it's something that I think, you know, is really uncomfortable, but is important to talk about, you know. Fucking, that shit sucks, my dude. And, like, it's inherently very traumatic to go through. And I did, like, an entire Twitter thread on how it is really hard to be at home in the same place where I tried to, like, end my own life for, like, a couple of weeks. It was just, like, really difficult. So, yeah, January... You know, one of the best and worst months of 2020. Um, you know, it is, it would go on how am I still alive, genuinely, because, um, not only was I recovering from the suicide attempt, but I was also performing in an incredibly large show, poetry show, a piece about wanting to kill myself so obviously not the best thing and i made the mistake of reading a book that was triggering on two fronts one very much about self-harm did not know this going into reading the book trust me if i knew i would not have read it but when I found out I was already too deep in and I had spent real dollars, real money, my actual real life money buying this book in audiobook and Kindle format, might I add, because I have ADHD and that's the only way I can read. 
it was just, it was not good because not only was it about, you know, self-harm, specifically the type that I used to engage in, but the main characters also had a last name of someone that was just not it. They just weren't it. I, I won't specify because I want to keep this vague, but it was just, you know, I was just going through a lot. I was going through a lot. It was a lot. And I was also, you know, I had a, like, I hosted a party at my place and then shit just went down with someone. I was like, it is just like super dramatic. I'm going to keep this vague in case they see this because I don't want anyone to like, do you like detective things to figure out who it is? And I know this is ridiculous because only like, like two people listen to this, but I am paranoid. And you know what? If I eventually get famous and people dig through these archives, Home Slice is going to be glad I did that. So how am I still alive? January would go here, except I was with my family. There, how I'm still alive. I would put January on a solid dear God. Solid dear God. Oh, also, something else that happened in January. Uh, I was suspended. Um, I was suspended from university, academic suspension. And I had to explain why I failed courses. Hint, hint, reasons related to why I tried to commit suicide. And honestly, just a whole bunch of traumatic shit. Like, 2019 was easily the worst year of my life in recent memory. Um, 2019 was fucked. So, like, all of January, I had to put together an entire application, re-traumatizing myself by reliving 2019 and being like, this is why I failed, and this is why you shouldn't deport me. You know, I was also, like, obviously you're very fragile following a suicide attempt. So, I was just like, Bitch, if you deport me, I will lose access to, like, all the people treating me. So, please don't. And you know what? They didn't. So, shout out to January and me for hustling and putting together a bomb-ass application that proved to these bureaucrats that, you know what, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't treat someone going through a tough time like absolute shit. With that being said, January will definitely have to get bumped down to How Am I Still Alive. How Am I Still Alive? I was going to put it on Dear God, but after the fact that I had to relive everything so fucked up about 2019, I was also in a really... Um... A nice way of putting it would be toxic entanglement. <laughs> um, it is just a lot. Not cute, not fun. Um, it is, yeah, January, hot mess. I did look really hot, though. Like, holy shit, when I performed, my entire outfit was just so fucking banging. Damn. So, January's going, how am I still alive? Very bottom. Um, yeah. Honestly... I may not have been having a hot girl summer, but I looked like I was having a hot girl summer. And you know what? That's what's important. That's what's important. Next, February. Hmm. What happened in February? Um, I may honestly have dissociated throughout all of February. I'm not going to lie. Um, just, 
Give me a second while I scroll through my Instagram memories because holy shit, did I just forget all of February? I wouldn't put it past my brain, honestly. That bitch is crazy. Um, what happened in February? Oh, um, Valentine's Day happened on February, which was so funny because I ended that toxic entanglement that I mentioned earlier. Ugh, poetic justice. Delicious. So good. Oh my god. Also, the start of Pisces season. Not a good time. Not a good time. Pisces season always kind of fucking sucks. You know what I mean? Like, Pisces is objectively, like, the worst water sign. I think when I ranked the entire zodiac, they came in at, like, number 10. So, Pisces, not it. Let's see what was happening in February. Um, oh, I was making a lot of TikToks in February. So many TikToks. Oh, oh my god. I completely forgot I had a TikTok phase. So many TikToks on February. In February. Wow, that's kind of embarrassing. Um... Wow. Yeah, look. It was a lot. Very, like, Pisces season. Ending an entanglement. And then fucking TikToks. This sounds tragic. I love how I'm just reliving something that my brain clearly wanted out of my memory. At the same time, that's when I watched Birds of Prey. And you know what? That may be the best movie of 2020. 2020? Yes, 2020. Honestly, it went off. It is so good. The soundtrack was fucking banger. The soundtrack was so good. I will be doing another one of these, like, ranking things of my top 100 songs from my Spotify Wrapped. Well, I'll just be roasting the shit out of my really tragic music taste. But Birds of Prey gave us bangers like Feeling Good by Sophie Tucker. Oh, iconic. And also, Boss Bitch by Doja Cat. Oh my god, Chef's Kiss. So good. Um, oh, and this was also... When the Oscars were happening, I think. Damn. Wow. I made a lot of TikToks. I also thirst tweeted way more than usual. Wow, that's so tragic. Oh my god. Oh my god. It is, wow, February? Kind of tragic. Wow. February sucked. Not like as much as January, but wow. Wow, I was definitely recovering from January, you can tell. But um I also started uni that day. I mean that month. And, you know, it is the first high distinction I got. So that's, you know, that is great. And this is also pre-COVID. So life was, you know... Like, I don't know, how, February, I'm just gonna put you on, look, I've had worse, you know, it's going near the top, and that is because I can't remember it, and 
I'd much rather months that I don't remember than months that I do remember because it was so fucking traumatic. So, yeah. Wow, I was very thirsty in February. That's kind of embarrassing for me. Wow. Wow. Okay, so February Lomo is cancelled. He was so embarrassing. Ew. Just like watching all of this is so sad. I also didn't ask me anything. Ugh. And this was also honestly Mardi Gras, so I had a great time. February belongs at the top of the list. I don't remember you, but you were fun. You were kind of embarrassing. This looks like I'm talking about a hookup, but honestly, I love this vibe. So, next up, we have March. Oh, March. I remember so well. One, start of airy season. The best season of the year. Two, it is my birthday. Does that have a direct correlation with why airy season is the best season of the year? Potentially. But, you know, birthdays, this is the first one I was really looking forward to because I was going to throw a costume party. I was throwing a costume party and I was going to invite all my friends and I had told them all months in advance to get their costumes ready. And I was so excited. I had three costumes. I had three. I was going to do costume changes at this party, which was not going to be at my house. Is this peak Aries culture? Definitely. But, you know, great times. Great times, great vibes. Oh, wait, that's when COVID happened. Oops. Yeah. Fuck March. Oh, my God. I can effectively still blame Pisces season for this because when Aries season kicked in, homeboy was in lockdown. I had to spend my birthday alone on my couch getting drunk with my friends over Zoom. It was, to this day, the best Zoom party I've ever had, I've ever been to, and my friends have ever been to. And that's on period. Um... Wow. It's also kind of embarrassing because I'm seeing my tweets from back then. And, you know, obviously it's about the, like, 2020 election. This is before I got radicalized. Like, Jesus. I was really annoying. I was really on my identity politics bullshit. Damn. How embarrassing for me. Um... But yeah, I also did an iconic um, presentation where I ranked all the star signs. And that may be the greatest moment in my history ever. Um, so I'm literally just... I don't know. March? I'm gonna say... Hmm... I wouldn't say it's better than February, but was it as not bad as February, if that makes grammatical sense? 
Um, yeah, this is hard. Damn, much. In the wise words of um, 21st century philosopher Taylor Swift, what am I going to do? No, that's not the name of her song. It's It has look in it, right? Look, may, look what you made me do. No, it doesn't apply anymore. Anyway, March. Um, okay, I'm going to say it's going to be look, I've had worse. You know. It's not definitely worse than February, but it's kind of worse than February. So, you know, shitty birthday spent in quarantine. I mean, it was shitty because it was in quarantine, but it's actually pretty good because I got to reunite with a whole bunch of friends that lived in different countries because of Zoom. So, like, I can't say it was really bad. Like, I had a great time. Um, but at the same time, fucking COVID, my guy. Ugh. How disgusting. Oh, my God. I really hope my, you know intonations, the change in my intonations won't make the audio really shit and really hard to edit because that would just be tragic. Um, yeah, so Mark, Mark, March, look, I've had worse. Moving on to April. Um, what did happen in April? Oh, I started, um, Zooming with my brothers every week, so that was really cute. Um. Ooh. You know, adults happened in April. I ran for student elections. And that was... Oh, so bad. It's been, like, a year, so I can talk shit, right? Obviously, I'm not gonna name names, but, like, so much shit went down that was so sus. Like, girl... There was, like, someone else that was running that was fully using slurs in their campaign material. Like, actual slurs. And no one did anything about it, even though I, like, filed a formal complaint because, you know, your boy's disabled. Please don't use ableist slurs. Whatever. Um, yeah, that was a, f that was a train wreck. That was an absolute train wreck. Um... Wow, I completely forgot I ran for student elections. Shout out to my brain for forcing this much dissociation. Like, 2020 was actually kind of a bad year. Um, I also started picking up, um, the ukulele, which I immediately put down because I am both an Aries and I have ADHD. Um, but yeah, dude. Running for elections? What was I thinking? Oh my god. It was an actual disaster. It was an actual disaster. Genuinely an actual disaster. And I had so many incredible people that came and worked with me on my campaign. Like, obviously some of them don't want to be mentioned, but y'all would fucking die for any of you in a heartbeat. So good. So good. 
Um, but yeah, my entire April was dominated by these elections. Um, which was... Wow. Yeah. Fuck April, dude. Ugh. Damn. Anyway, what else happened in April? I... Just... Fully... Threw myself into tip-top dances. And honestly, I kind of love that for me. And I hate that for me, because that's kind of bad. But also... Yeah, look. It's... April was a mess. April was a mess. But also, I got into acting for the first time in a while. Um... Yeah, I hadn't acted in five years when I was feeling really emotionally and mentally and psychologically distressed. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to spend an hour not thinking about anything that's giving me any anxiety right now. So I just put together an audition tape and then I sent it in and then I got a call back and I got the role. Like how fucking insane, right? So I started acting again. So that was pretty sick. Um, so I really enjoyed that. But at the same time, like, fucking student elections, not a vibe. Like, it's definitely worse. Would I say I hate it here? I'd say definitely worse. Because, spoiler alert, this wasn't the worst experience I had with student elections. And that's kind of fucking tragic. Oh my god. So, moving on to May now. What happened in May? I'm pretty sure that's when um, Term 1 ended. Yeah, Term 1 ended and that was just a shit show. But I got my first high distinction ever, so... Like, that wasn't too bad. And that's also when the web show I was in, like, went live. Oh, if any of you want to check it out, it's called Is This On? It was put on by Nuts, the Theatre Society at my university. And if you want to check it out, just go to my website, so longall.com forward slash projects. And it's just linked there. Or you can search for Is This On? on YouTube, but I don't think you'll get like, a direct result, so, like, it's all linked on my website, com forward slash projects, so, yeah, that was, that was really cool, I really enjoyed that, um, definite highlight, um, it is also the year anniversary of me starting to wear crop tops, like, what? Oh my god, my journey of self-love, chef's kiss, so good. But, um, what else happened in May? Um, oh my god, I started listening to Dateline, the podcast. Do not recommend. It's really, it's like trash TV for me. Like, I'm ashamed that I listen to it. But, it is, 
Yeah, May, I think May was another one of those months where I dissociated. Yep, I'm literally scrolling through stories of me talking about how depressed I am. Oh, and here's another story about me being depressed. Oh, and and one of me dissociating. Cool. Um, May <laughs> looks like it was kind of rough. Um, yeah, wow. May was a damn mess. Oh my god. Anyway, it is kind of tragic, but you know what? I started streaming on Twitch, and I had a great time. Um, I still can't believe I streamed on Twitch, but that is a thing I did, because I started playing Spider-Man, and... I live-streamed the entire thing. I had so much fun doing it. I'd completely forgotten how much I actually loved gaming. So, yeah, that is such a great experience for me. Um, I was also on a break from uni, and I'd finally gotten approved to take turn two off. So, <laughs> I was finally able to spend like, full-time focusing on my health and recovery, which I fucking needed, because like I said, I was healing from a very traumatic suicide attempt. This was also, you know, the start of Gemini season, which was really chaotic, but, you know, on the plus side, I was finally able to, you know, leave lockdown, because... Like, all of April, I was indoors. Like, even though I was running for an election, because of fucking COVID, like, it was all online, it is all virtual. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. Um, wow. Yeah, I was, I completely forgotten. Like, May is completely gone from my mind. But just going through the stories, I was so depressed. Like, so depressed. Like, all of these tweets, like, I'm going to bed at 5 p.m. And, like, waking up at 11 p.m. And, like, I just continually am just being like, oh, you know, telling people not to contact me because I'm really going through it. And then I'm also dissociating. And it's just like, like, it's a hard time for everyone because, like, we're all in lockdown. We've all spent two months in quarantine. And it's just been really hard on everyone. But, like, on top of the already shit, like, year I've had, you know, it just wasn't it. And, like... Fucking, <sighs> like, May was also the month that, like, George Floyd was murdered, and holy shit, that was so rough. I don't think I want to talk about it because I can feel myself getting emotional, but that was, oh my god, that was bad. Things are really bad, because I remember I was just, I'd barely gotten my assignments in, right? Like, I was almost going to fail this term, and I definitely would have been, if not suspended, I would have been expelled, probably. So I was in a really precarious mental health situation, but 
Um, I ended up dropping all courses but one because I could only like manage that. And my course coordinator was incredible. She was just like, look, I know you're really struggling, but you need to get something to me. I don't care if it's trash. You need to get it to me. And she let me hand in shit so late. Like, she did not need to be that nice to me, but she did. And, you know, I ended up getting a high distinction for that course because she was just like, look, I know you're going through a tough time and you're not handing shit in when you're supposed to, but your work's really good. Like, this is really quality shit. So, yeah, May was a rough time. It is really hard. And, you know, even though I had great things going for me, like the fact that I made it through term one, like, okay, like I didn't fail term one, and the fact that, um, you know, I sent out show that was keeping me busy and keeping me, you know, from staying in bed all day, and the fact that I was talking to my brothers every week, like, I had, like, really solid stuff going on. But, you know, this was two months into lockdown, and I was already incredibly depressed. So a lot of the isolation that comes with being in lockdown and the fact that I live alone just compounded that depression. And as we heard, I dissociated a lot. I dissociated a lot. I can't really remember anything that happened in May. It was just not a good time. Like, it just wasn't. I, yeah. I might put it on, in, like, dear God, actually. Because it was, like, things were really bad. I'm not, but, like, I'm not sure. Should I put it in dear God or I hate it here? I think I'm going to put it in dear God because that... Hmm, or maybe I hate it here. I think I'll put it in I hate it here because I know that I know that June was definitely worse. So with that being said, let's fucking move on to June. Um holy shit. It was whew, It is a lot. Like a lot happened in June. That's when like, the Black Lives Matter movement really picked up momentum around the world. And, you know, it really pushed me to be more political, right? Like, at first I used to, you know, think I was an activist because I went to a lot of protests, but when George Floyd was murdered and... The Black Lives Matter movement got so much attention here in Australia specifically. You know, it occurred to me, oh, I'm not really doing anything. You know, like, all I'm really doing is sharing memes on Facebook and putting, like, infographics on Instagram. But, like, am I really doing anything meaningful here? Am I helping my community? And... At that time, like, when I was reflecting, I was like, you're not, you know? I was just like, oh, I'm not doing that. And, you know, that moment, 
in tune, like that extended moment of the entire world looking at Black Lives Matter, like that ra radicalized me so much, you know, like at the start, like this time last year, I identified as a leftist, you know, but that is pretty much it, you know, I didn't have any understanding of theory or, you know, the different ways people can be leftist. But June was a huge turning point for me, and that's when I started to become involved in community organizing, you know. I wasn't just going to protests, I was joining protests as part of a contingent. And I started doing a lot of, like, educational work, you know. Like, I started appearing on panels, I started trying to teach myself stuff so that I could, you know, break down, like, academic or theoretical concepts and make it more accessible to people, you know. I have appeared on so many panels in the past six months alone because of the fact that I made the choice to do something about what is happening, you know. Like, I said, look, I really can't do anything that puts myself in danger or puts my status as, you know, a non-citizen in danger because, you know, my residency is very precarious here. I'm not a citizen of Australia. I am very susceptible to being targeted by police on top of everything. But if they do end up pulling shit like... I don't really have a support system here. I'm all by myself. I don't have any family around. You know, I was just, you know, in a very vulnerable group, you know. So I couldn't really be on the ground organizing. But what I could do was I could educate people. So I, you know, I already knew a lot intellectually about you know, systemic oppression and, like, being class-conscious and axes of power and stuff. But I never really given it as much thought as it should have been given because, you know, I studied politics at university and for me it was just a mostly academic issue. It was something that I had to study and I had to write essays on, but, like, all of a sudden I was given the, you know, realization that, oh, wow, no, like, I know everything's political, but now I understand everything's political. You know, I was able to really be mobilized. Like, I wasn't just radicalized, I was mobilized. I was doing things because it just occurred to me, it's not acceptable what I've been doing so far. Like, I haven't been doing enough, you know, I... I'd never even really called myself an activist before because deep down I knew I wasn't, you know? So now I can call myself an activist because I am, you know, an educator and a community organizer. Like, because of what happened in June, like, I help organize rallies. I help put things together and... You know, it's completely changed my entire outlook. I can 100% say I'm a completely different person 
now than I was six months ago. You know? Like, I didn't even, like, I just knew that I was a leftist, but I didn't really know what any of that means. But now, like, I can quite confidently call myself an anarchist because I've been reading a lot of anarchist theory. I haven't been reading all of it because there's a lot. But I identify with the values enough to be like, oh, okay, this is what I believe in. And, you know, I feel like I'm skewed more towards anarcho-communism, but I'm only saying that because I haven't finished reading, you know, the bread book as it's known. So I'll only, you know, save that for after I've read everything and I'm fully informed. So, like, June was an incredibly important month for me in terms of, like, my political behavior, my um, actions as an activist and an educator and a political entity, really. And it just fucking sucks that it took, you know, the entire world seeing George Floyd get murdered for that to happen, you know? And I feel like I would have gotten here eventually. But because of what happened in June, it was accelerated, you know. A friend of mine told me that I've done as much radicalizing in five months that they took five years to get to, you know. Um, and, like, I can't really say if there's anything to glean from this. I don't know if there's a moral to the story or anything. But just upon reflection, June was an incredibly important month for me. I learned so much. I was, you know, pushed to become a better person, you know, not just a better activist and a better educator, but like a better person, full stop, you know. And I'm super proud of what, like, I've become as a result. I'm still really upset that that's what it took for me to get here. Um, and I'm still kind of upset that that energy has kind of died down. You know, it's really interesting reflecting on Black Lives Matter now because literally yesterday, a whole bunch of Trumpies stormed, you know, the Capitol in the U.S. And I'm not going to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it here. You know, um, if I do talk about it, I'll probably talk about it with Danny on our podcast, but... You know, it's just really, it's just so wild. It's so wild. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's really hard because June, like, so, like, just because so much good shit happened in June doesn't mean I enjoyed it, you know. I felt like it was really painful, you know. There's a lot of pain. Yes, a lot of it was growing pains, but, you know, it was still pain nonetheless. And, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it is a lot. Um, I... Yeah, I'm not sure where to put June. Um, I'll probably put it 
on definitely was because things were pretty bad. You know, I had a couple of breakdowns. I think a lot of black people did, especially black activists. They're like, our mental health was just so fucked during June. Like, it is just, it is wrecked, you know. Um, so it's going to go on definitely worse. Um, but I don't think it was as bad as me, to be honest. For, like, for me personally, like, May was so fucking, like, it is a lot, you know. And the fact that May ended with, like, George Floyd being murdered, that was so overwhelming. Um, and I felt like, like, what happened in June was, like, it was fucked that, like, thousands, tens and thousands of people in Sydney alone, like, let alone, like, hundreds of thousands of people, like, across the world had to take to the streets. But, like, the fact that it happened was so heartbreaking, but it was also, like, something that gave me a lot of hope, you know? It is, um, yeah. So it is, it definitely wasn't a good month, but, I, yeah, I'm putting it on definitely worse. Oh my god, that was a lot. <laughs> wow, I did not realize June. Like, I would talk this song about one month alone. Um, like, what I will say though is, it had the potential to be so much worse. Um, but I was like super lucky that my brothers were around. Oh, actually, <laughs> oh my god, um, it just occurred to me that on the 1st of June, I was actually racially abused by someone in a position of power, and no one did anything about it, so June will probably be bumped down to dear god. <laughs> as good as it was, like, everything I just said, like, did apply, but... Again, my brain just completely blocked that out of my memory because, you know, June is also Pride Month, you know, and I was looking back on June just through the lens of being black, right? Like being black and indigenous and in the anti-racist space. But because I just realized that June is Pride Month, <coughs> I just remembered all the shit a lot of queer people put me through. Um, just like, white queer people really put me through the ringer. So, yeah, I was so severely racially abused in June, and nothing was done about it. I got complained, but no action was taken. To this day, I still haven't received an apology. It was so overwhelming. Like, I just, like, opened Instagram and, like, went through my memories and, like, there it is, you know. I went live for an hour on Instagram because of how upset I was because I had been so severely racially abused. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, wow. 2020 sucked. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just forgot all of that. Oh my god. Yeah. 
And June was also the first time I started making infographics on Instagram. Just to try to, like, educate people and try to get information out there. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, June was really bad. Um... Yeah, sorry, I'm just like kind of shook that I completely forgot that something so traumatic had happened in June. Oh my god. I think maybe I should have sat down and put notes together. No, I think it's more entertaining for you to, you know, experience my reactions in real time. Yeah, so fuck the white queers that were racist to me. You all know who you are. I have you blocked on social media, but I know you check up on me. Um, I see the shit you say. I have friends that know how to screenshot. Go fuck yourselves. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> fuck. I'm so upset. Um. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh my god. Yeah. June was fucked. You know, everything still stands. I learned a lot more. I started doing a lot more. I became a much better activist. I became a community organizer. I wasn't that before, but that's what I became. But, hmm. Yeah, shit. Okay. Yeah, June was definitely really bad. So, final placement. June, you go down to Dear God. Um... As great as the things you brought me were, you know, in terms of my activism and the way I conducted myself as, you know, a political body, fuck you, my dude. So, so much trauma. So much trauma. I didn't even realize. I would, like, now I'll probably go to bed really upset about this. Uh, why did I do this? Why did I choose to do this to myself? You know what? We'll never know. Um, we'll never know. And moving on to July. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely became a lot more political here. July. Um, obviously there was still a lot of momentum with the Black Lives Matter movement, so that clearly dominated a lot of what I was doing. Um, but yeah, I started to appear on a whole lot of panels and stuff. I started to just, you know, like I started to take politics a lot more seriously. And it's not that I didn't take politics seriously before, it's that before, I was really overwhelmed by politics. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know how to make sense of things. You know, I got confused very easily. I didn't know a lot, what a lot of things meant. <clears throat> but in July, I started actually spending time with people that understood politics. You know, I started spending time with people that, you know, took the care to explain things to me. And I was like, oh shit, okay. You know, like, I don't have to do this thing alone. And I think that's part of my, you know, radicalization process, like re realizing that growing up in a capitalist society, we're all conditioned to believe we need to 
get things done on our own. And I've done that my entire life. But, you know, embracing, you know, leftist ideas led me to embrace the fact that, you know what, it's great that I don't know anything because it means that all I have to do is learn, you know, and I started learning from people, you know, I didn't put myself under so much pressure to read like a hundred articles online just so I can understand one thing because I was able to just, you know, at these meetings have people spend half an hour breaking stuff down in ways that I don't understand. Oh, and that shit was so good. I appreciate that so much. Like, holy shit. Um, and yeah, it was, yeah, it is a huge, like, it was a huge month for activism because, um, there's a lot of attention given to domestic violence by Pilman Pop New Guinea, which was a huge, like, that was just a lot, like, you know, that is a lot, and let's not forget, um, the absolute, um, fucking, you know, banger that is the fact that I got, like, assaulted by four cops at a Black Lives Matter rally. Oh, I don't want to fucking get into it, because I think I dissected it pretty well on my Twitter, so you can check that out if you really want to go through all the fucking details, but yeah, like, that is my first real confrontation with the cops, and it was terrifying! Like, four cops on one guy? Are you fucking serious? Like, and like, one of these bitches had the audacity to claim that I was carrying a weapon when it is a fucking umbrella and it was raining that day. Are you fucking kidding me? Anyway, fuck the cops, a cab. Fucking oink oink bitch. Oh, I'm forever salty about the fact that I was assaulted by four cops, but you know. <sighs> that's just the nature of living in a police state. Oh my god. But yeah, July was fucked, assaulted by cops, you know constantly exposed to um activism and you know media that was just super triggering but you know it's also the month I started becoming a hundred percent you know Jisoo stan not even zero percent human just a hundred percent stan or Jisoo from Blackpink Love her so much, but, um, yeah, it is also really fucked because I, <clears throat> you know, haven't had a job in a while, and, um, like, obviously, money was a bit of an issue, and my back stopped working, <laughs> yeah, I was in a lot of pain, and it didn't even register that I should see a doctor about it until... I couldn't sit up, so that was fun, um, yeah, July fucking sucked, like, my back stopped working, and then the cops assaulted me, holy shit, my guy, holy shit, oh my god, 
Oh, and let's not forget the fact that one of my neighbors fully walked into my house while I was asleep so he could get onto my balcony. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Like, I was, I was literally asleep in bed and this man broke into my house, walked right into my bedroom. You know, <clears throat> was I afraid I was going to get sexually assaulted and murdered? Yes. Um, wow. <clears throat> yeah, fuck. July fucking sucked. Wow, 2020 was really bad. Oh my god. Wow. 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 Whew. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I started getting into Blackpink, so. <clears throat> um, yeah, July was fucked. I feel like I keep saying, like, these months are fucked, but they're what? Oh my god. Was 2020 worse than 2019? Oh my god, we're only on July. Fuck. Okay. Um. I don't want to bore you, so. Um, I think I'll just wrap July up here. But Jesus Christ. Where am I going to put you, July? Were you as bad as June? I mean, being assaulted by four cops is a lot. It's a lot. But, like, I wasn't bruised or anything, you know? I shouldn't be trivializing this, but, like... Wow. I'm gonna put July in Dear God as well. Because, you know, fuck 12. Oh my god, why did I... Oh my god, I just realized I haven't been recording. Um me ranking all of these things so that's so entertaining that's so entertaining um wow anyway um if you're watching on youtube this is when <laughs> the graphics gonna pop up anyway yeah holy shit yeah fuck you july you're going on the lowest tier second lowest tier called dear god along with june Wow, I really had a dip in the middle of the year, didn't I? Hmm. Interesting. Now, let's move on to August. Um. Wow. Oh my god, you know what? August wasn't that bad. August wasn't that bad. I mean, I got... Super cyber bullied a lot, but honestly, after everything I went through in June and July, fucking insults on the internet have nothing on me. Wow. So, I obviously still had a hard time in August, but you know what? It's fine. I started doing photo shoots. 
I launched my podcast with Danny. Like, things were looking up. Like, my August wasn't that bad. Um, it did kind of get ruined because Blackpink and Selena Gomez dropped ice cream and that is a really bad song. But, you know, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Um, yeah. Honestly, I'm just like going through my stories and it's August was so much more peaceful than the rest of the year. I mean, I was definitely depressed, but like normal depressed. Oh my god, I also went on a date in August. That was honestly so great. So great. Um, did they text back? Not for another couple of months, but you know what? It's fine. Um, like I said, the past two months before that, trash. So I'm gonna take what I can get. Just kidding. Don't let people ghost you. That's really bad. Um, but yeah, this was the month I launched my podcast with Danny. Honestly, so good. Iconic content. And, yeah, wow. Am I pushing you to the top, August? Damn. I did do a crisis shave, though. And when I crisis shave, that's usually indicative of poor mental health. I'm not going to lie. Poor mental health. But... At the same time, I did look really good afterwards. Um, wow. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking call it. August? I'm pushing you to the top of the list. You know, look, I've had worse. Um, I was depressed, but like normal depression, you know? Like normie depression. Um, whew, God bless. And what is August Leo season going into Virgo season? Oh, chef's kiss. So good. So fucking good. Um, and then September started off real strong by fucking Mark Latham being an asshole. Um, yeah, this shit fucking sucked, dude. Ugh. Yeah, I ended up making a, um, infographic about the Mark Latham bill that went kind of viral on Instagram, which was really overwhelming for me, but, um, you know, it did work out quite well, so, yeah, um, yeah, wow. Turns out I was depressed in September as well. Um, oh my god, September I also went missing in the woods. Um, that is a saga that happened. Um, I was only missing for like a couple of hours. I did get lost, but like I knew the general direction I was going. 
And it was honestly the best experience. Like one of the best experiences of 2020, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I went hiking in the Royal National Park, 23 kilometers after like not doing any exercise for maybe an entire year. Would not recommend. It was also in the middle of nowhere and I had no signal and I ended up choosing a trail that was barely a trail and I had to like climb mountains and shit. It was a lot and like I almost missed the last ferry to Cronulla where I had to take a train and then a bus home and if I missed the ferry it would have been like I don't know, like a fucking $200 Uber back home. It was a lot, but you know what? We made it. We made it, and I'm fine. I was fine. My friend Bridget is very upset about it. They constantly talk about how I put myself in danger, but I feel like danger is a very intense word to use in this situation. I personally would not use danger. Um, I think it was just, like, exciting, you know? I mean, like, my life is already chaotic. Is anyone really surprised? No, we are not. Um, damn. Yeah, I remember being obsessed with this hype for so long. It is so good. I remember getting to the top of the mountain and just, like, crying because it was so beautiful. Like, it was so beautiful. Oh my god. And, you know, I was invited to speak on my first panel that was paid? What the fuck, bitch? I was a professional bisexual. I was paid to be bisexual. Who is he? So shout out to Sydney Biplus Network. Y'all fucking snapped. Um, thank you for having me on. Thank you for paying me to come on. Jesus, because of you, I could afford my meds, you know, and that's when I stopped being depressed. That's kind of an oversimplification, that's not how it worked, but anyway, um, it's just, wow, wow, yeah, September, interesting, we stand, went on a hike, went missing in the woods, um, started getting paid for shit. It is a great time. And then I started uni again. And this time it was fully online. And then I started doing well. Like, what the fuck? Oh my god. I mean, that's gonna change when we come up to, you know, upcoming months. But, girl, I did so well the first couple of weeks. I truly went off. And this was before I started my ADHD medication, might I add. Oh my god. Fucking go me. Am I right? Yes, I am. I'm always right. Um, This is... Ugh. So good. September was such a vibe. I also just... Oh my god. Had such good hair? What? Wow. Wow. And I also did easily my greatest work of 2020, which was I made a PowerPoint about why I should be a boyfriend. 
And it went viral on Twitter, which was wild. Fucking Benjamin Law retweeted it. Why? Anyway, thank you for following me on Twitter. I really appreciate it. Um, please don't unfollow me. You're the only verified account that follows me back, so I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, oh my god. If you want to see the PowerPoint, it's on my Instagram. That's just like, at my name, Lamal Bakina on Instagram. L-U-N-G-O-L-W-E-K-I-N-A. Oh my god. Yeah. And, you know, for Bi Visibility Day, put up another infographic that, like, went kind of viral as well. Which was insane. Insane. Oh my god. So, yeah, September. Virgo season? Yes. Libra season? Get fucked. Oh, what? What should I do with you, September? Were you a good month? I did get lost. But that was a good thing. How are my serotonin levels? I wasn't posting about being depressed as often, so I'm going to assume I was okay. Is that a good assumption to make? Probably not, but it's something I'm going to make anyway. Um... I'm going to put September in, look, I've had worse. Oh, maybe I should put it on definitely worse. For the park experience alone, I'm putting it on the top tier. I, yeah. I was like, reg, like, average kind of depression, you know? Anyway regular depression um so let's move on to october um libra season shit gets fucked up here um uh, i'm gonna warn you now october fucking awful spoiler alert how am i still alive october is gonna be there and i'm gonna fucking tell you why because i'm a fucking idiot i Decided to run for student elections again. And not a good idea. Not a good idea. Once again, I was severely racially abused by white queers. So much so that I became so suicidal that my best friend had to take me to the psych ward in the emergency room. It shit was bad, guys. Shit was bad. I had to be taken to the emergency room because I was so severely abused by racist white queers. Holy fucking shit. And you know what? As much abuse as I got, like it was so much worse than the abuse I got in June that I actually put together a formal complaint and nothing happened. I put together a formal complaint full of documentation and evidence proving that I had been unfairly targeted, harassed, and abused online because of the fact that I was black and because of the fact that I was running in this election. So the person running opposite me decided to be a fucking racist asshole and publicly humiliate me and abuse me online. 
while having the audacity to be like, oh, I'm running on an anti-racist platform. Get fucked, my guy. Get fucked. Oh my god. I hate this man so much. I'm not gonna name him. But because he beat me in those elections, if you just Google... 2021 queer officer, you'll be able to find out who this racial abuser is. Um, and he can get fucked. Because, fuck you, I ended up in the ER, I almost killed myself. Because he was so racially abusive. God, I hate this guy so much. Oh my god. And I, my mental health got so bad. I need to stress that if my therapists had it their way. I would end up in the ER. I would end up in the psych ward way more often than I actually do. But because I don't like going to the ER, I like telling them that I'm fine when I'm not. So when I do go to the ER, it's because, one, I actually might be dying. Or two, I might be dying. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's fucked. So I ended up in the ER. Because I was under so much severe psychological distress that I was overwhelmed with suicidal thoughts. I, oh my god, dude, it was so bad. Like, I started term three, I was doing two courses, and I started off so strong, I was doing so well. And then this shit happened, and I had to drop one of the courses, and I almost failed the other one. Yo, fuck this dude. And it wasn't just the one guy either. There was, like, there were two other people that were actively racially abusing me. I didn't get any apologies from any of them. One of them actually got elected as the queer officer. One of them was already queer officer the year before last fucked fucked up and then when I filed a complaint the student union was like oh that sucks but there's nothing we can do about it we're so sorry I literally exhausted like all my options trying to hold these fucking racists accountable and did it work? no bitch no fuck you also this was during Libra season why the fuck does all the bad shit in my life happen during Libra season Fuck Libra season. Fuck white gays and their racist ass bullshit. Dude, it's so easy to not be racist. You didn't have to come for me. Like, come for me for being loud or annoying. Like, I am those things, but don't be a fucking racist. What the fuck? Oh my god. Ugh. Anyway. October's going down to how am I still alive? Because, honestly, oh my god, I'm so angry. You know, we're just gonna move past that. I don't wanna get too worked up. Ugh. Anyway, November, you know, it was, it wasn't a good time. One, my jaw was in a lot of pain and I couldn't afford to go to a dentist. So that is just a lot of pain that I was in. Two, my fucking PlayStation stopped working. So now where am I going to get my serotonin? Nowhere. Fucking nowhere. Three, the fucking US election was happening. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, those three days 
felt like three months. Fucked. So bad. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Also, November was actually the time I ended up in the ER. I just checked my dates. Actually, no. I was in the ER on the 28th of October. And then November, I was still recovering from my near suicide attempt. Wow. Throwback to Jan, when I was also recovering from a suicide attempt. Wow. This year has not been good for me, has it? On the plus side, twice dropped their second full-length album, and I Can't Stop Me is a fucking bop. Um, also, some guy was just, like, checking me out with his three kids. And honestly, that was also such a vibe, but I'm there for that. Um, I love it so much. But... You know, by this time, it was November, and I was very much very radicalized. And I loved that for me. And I was just, like, getting involved in all this activism. Oh, king shit. Is that narcissistic to say? Why should I bother? This is a podcast hosted by and discussing me on an episode where I'm talking about my own 2020, not the world's 2020, my own 2020, so it really doesn't matter. But yeah, November shit was so rough. Wow. <sighs> yeah, November was rough. Let's see, was there more trauma in November? Um... Hmm. You know what? November wasn't that bad. I mean, apart from, like, all the residual bullshit. Like, it, honestly, like, I kind of went off. Um, God bless. God bless. So, because of that, November... I'm going to put you in Dear God, because I was still very much suicidal. Did I almost kill myself? Hmm. Where to put you, November? Where to put you? I'm just going to... Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. November, I'm going to put you on How Am I Still Alive, because, yeah, it is a lot. And I genuinely did almost kill myself a bunch of times in November, so, damn, congrats me for not doing that. <laughs> oh my god. Finally December, just a week old. <laughs> wow. What to say about December? Look. <sighs> December was rough. This was my first Christmas 
away from my family in like 22 years. So it is just really difficult. But I'm super lucky I had a whole bunch of great friends to spend it with. Um, I finally finished uh, the term because fucking my uni just lasts forever. Um, yeah, December was a lot. I was very overwhelmed in December. But by then I had been on my ADHD medication. And like that shit worked like magic, my guy. Ah, oh, so good. Damn December. Ugh. Yeah. December, you know what? You weren't that bad. You were not that bad. I'm... Yeah. Not gonna lie, I did dissociate quite a bit during December, but... You know... It's fair. What do you expect? After spending two months of being severely suicidal. Um, okay. Why am I trying to refresh my memory for December? It literally just happened. Um, so, December, let's see. I cut my hair when I started to, you know, feel crisis. You know, as a result of two months of consecutively being severely suicidal. I decided to look like a straight man, which is kind of tragic. But on the last day of the year, I dyed my hair to look like a queer again. Anyway, December, I'm going to put you on I hate it here. You know, I hate it that I couldn't spend Christmas with my family. Hated that fucking white boomers in the northern beaches decided to give everyone fucking COVID. Ugh. But all around, not as suicidal. So, I think that is it. If we want to do a recap, the tears are the best look I've had worse, which doesn't bode well. Followed by definitely worse, and then I hate it here, and then dear God, and then how am I still alive? So January started off strong with how am I still alive, you know, because of suicide reasons. And then February and March, solid recovery, my guys. Top tier, look, I've had worse, they weren't that bad, you know. And then May, dropped down to I hate it here, you know. Depression really hits when you live alone and you're in quarantine. And then April improved, you know. Oh, did I mix up my months? Wow, I'm really dumb. Okay, from the beginning. January, how am I still alive? Right? You almost committed suicide. Um, February, March, sick. You did great. April sunk a little bit, which makes sense. May, shit sucked, because obviously two months in isolation does that to you. June, oh dear God, you went down, because shit hit the fan, and the world just was bad. Bad, bad, bad. July, solidly bad, because fucking cops. Am I right, ladies? 
And then August, surprisingly good. Top tier. Look, I've had worse. So is September. <sighs> Iconic. Followed immediately by October and November with How Am I Still Alive? Because I was severely suicidal and very much worried for my safety and my well-being. Um, that was not fun. And then December, to round it out, a solid I hate it here. So, in conclusion, am I one of those wankers that's going to say 2020 was the best and worst year of my life? No. Definitely had better years. Because fuck 2020. But I've also had worse years. Like, if you, like, honestly, you've heard the highlights of the bad shit that's happened in 2020. But 2019 was worse. Trust me. And that's without a fucking global pandemic. Whew. Anyway. Um, I hope your 2020s weren't this bad. And if they were, I'm hoping that your 2021s are so much better. Um, I hope all our 2021s are so much better. Yes, I'll be eight days in and was there and almost coup in the United States. Yes, but you know what? We're going to look at that as a positive. We're going to look at this as a positive because hopefully the Americans can get their shit together so we can globally just move the fuck on towards a better world for everyone. So thank you for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, if you do and you want to hear more of my stuff, like subscribe to this podcast, subscribe to my other podcasts, um, go to longall.com forward slash podcasts where all my podcasts are. Highly recommend you listen to How Are You Feeling? Incredibly good, incredibly well edited because my co-host is an actual genius and she puts hard work into things and she's a Virgo, which means she's reliable. I am none of those things, so, you know, definitely the quality of this podcast, not as good as the other one, so I highly recommend you go check it out. If you want to follow me on social media, it's at Wakina on all social medias, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. That's at L-U-N-G-O-L-W-E-K-I-N-A. And if you want to follow any of my work, just go to my website, longol.com, L-U-N-G-O-L.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And um, wishing all of you a wonderful 2021. Bye. Wakina for Your Thoughts is a podcast by Longol Production. This episode was produced, edited, filmed, and hosted by me, Lungol Wakina, and was scored by Richard Wakina. Special thanks to Richard Wakina for our incredible theme music. This podcast was filmed, recorded, and produced on the lands of the Bidjigal people of the Eora Nation. Podcast by Lungol acknowledges that Wakina for Your Thoughts was made on what always was and always will be Aboriginal land.